0: Hey, hey, this is Coach AA and welcome to the May 21st edition. Today, I want to talk to you about how you can master the art of sustainable strength training. How do you train year-round? Achieving long-term fitness goals is a challenge faced by many. There's a common tendency to start a workout routine with enthusiasm only to lose momentum and stop altogether. This this start-stop approach can hinder progress and make it difficult to achieve desired results. In this article, we explore the importance of year-round strength training and how you can develop a sustainable fitness regimen that lasts a lifetime. What's the problem with start-stop workout routines? Well, when you do this repeatedly, it can lead to several issues. First, a loss of progress. When you take long breaks from your fitness routine, the body loses the strength and endurance it gained during the training period. Number two, difficulty in regaining momentum. Restarting a routine after a long break can be challenging physically and mentally. And depending on the duration, it might take you considerable effort to regain that lost strength and endurance. Which leads to the third, which is an increased risk of injury. You are anxious or annoyed about taking the break and you want to get back to where you were. And because you've already done it, you rush it a bit. Or you lift weights at your previous level rather than easing back in. So jumping back into a workout routine can lead to injuries and further setbacks. The longer the break, the more we need to ease in. Now, What are the benefits of year-round strength training? Well, there are many. First, improved Muscle strength and endurance. Regular strength training helps increase muscle mass, making everyday tasks easier to perform. Now, this doesn't mean you're going to get big and bulky. You are going to just add muscle because you're lifting weights. Muscle doesn't take much space, actually. It's a lot more dense than our adipose tissue or body fat so if getting big is not your goal don't worry the second enhanced bone density strength training stimulates bone growth and reduces the risk of osteoporosis and fractures by consistently stressing your skeletal Structure by lifting weights you do this the third better body composition remember I mentioned you will add muscle well consistently training will also help you reduce body fat and when you combine that with increased muscle mass if you lose 2 kilos of fat and gain 2 kilos of muscle, your weighing scale will tell you the same number, but you will look pretty different. Number 4, increase metabolism. Strength training boosts your metabolism, allowing you to burn more calories even when you are sedentary. The increased muscle mass has a lot to do with this, and, well, a few more complicated things we don't need to get into. Number five, increased confidence. Strength training does wonders for your mental mindset and self image. And six, it also leads to a change in mindset. When you dabble, when you're in a stop start mode, you tend to think of yourself as someone who is bad at fitness. As if there's such a thing. Working out regularly helps you shift out of this mentality and even change your. Self-identity. You think of yourself as someone who is active. And voila, you're active. Number seven, improved skill. Strength is a skill. Endurance is a form of strength expressed over long durations. So endurance or having that mindset also, right? Like, hey, I need to keep at this for 30 minutes, for 60 minutes. Well, it's a skill. It's a mental and physical skill. And only by doing will you obtain these skills. Or even take a new movement, right? Like a pistol squat, which is you squatting with just one leg. It's an advanced motor skill. There's balance involved, there's strength involved, there's a bunch of things involved. It requires you to work in a consistent, progressive manner. And you will find your skills improving slowly and steadily. So why do you need to develop sustainable workout habits to get here? Well, because you need to find the right balance between intensity and consistency. And this requires an understanding of when and how to incorporate different types of workouts into your routine. Social media and general media confuses and distracts us in this regard. It shows a lot of tough and intense workouts alone. That leads to flawed thinking. You think that this is the only way to get results. And the short time frame is the time frame to get these results in. And when you don't, well, you think you suck. And you stop training but this is completely false. Let's take two scenarios. You're newly in love and hanging out with your significant other. When you meet, not going anywhere in particular. If you're going on a long drive, the point is to spend time together. The destination does not matter. How fast you get there does not matter. The two of you are Lost in each other's presence and enjoying the conversation, the drive, the unhurried nature of the activity, the lack of a real destination, and honestly, the lack of pressure. The entire episode is enjoyable. Being stuck in traffic is irrelevant. If the place you're going to doesn't work out. Well, going to one of the is equally fine as the joy is in spending time together. Let's call this the honeymoon drive. Contrast this with an important work meeting with your biggest client. You have a specific time and place to be at. Where you're going matters. And when you get there matters. How you get there matters. So you plan everything in advance. Plane tickets need to be booked. The cab ride to the airport needs to be arranged. The cab ride at the other end at the destination, from the airport to the client's office, nothing is left to chance. Let's call this the business drive. Now, reasonable workouts, aka the honeymoon drive, should form the foundation of sustainable fitness training. Now, these workouts are manageable and realistic you should fit into your daily schedule without causing excessive stress or disrupting other aspects of your life they should be progressive they should gradually increase in intensity and volume allowing your body to adapt and grow stronger over time they need to be enjoyable as this will make it easier to maintain consistency and stay motivated. There's no pressure to get anywhere. Any goals you set are effort-based. As long as you show up and do your best, you're good. You lift the weights that are reasonable for that day. You live in the 80-85% zone. Slowly, you're Old 85% becomes your new 75%. What I mean is, you find that it takes less effort to do the same work you were doing earlier. Results are irrelevant. While metrics and benchmarks are important, you're not ruled by them. You benchmark when you need to, but you're simply enjoying the time you're spending on yourself and your training remember it's the honeymoon drive contrast this with intense workouts aka the business drive periods of stress are when you grow a challenge requires you to step up beyond your current level and reach A new level. As Mihai, Chick sent Mihai, talks about in his seminal work, Flow, we need to find the right level of challenge. Too easy and you don't grow. Too tough and you panic or anxiety sets in and you give up. So the balance between the degree of the challenge and our current skill level. Finding that is the flow channel. And intense workouts serve as that extra stimulus for growth and progress. They should be incorporated into your routine periodically when your life and your body are ready for the additional challenge. Remember, you've been slowly and steadily working at the 85% zone. And after a few months of it, Your old 85% is now 75%. So logic dictates that your 100% has gone up. But to lock it in, we need to find that new 100%, which we do by making a push. So by definition, the business drive, these workouts are challenging. They should push you beyond your comfort zone. They demand extra effort and Focus. Remember, you're going to surpass your previous best. You've set the base for it, but unless you actually lift the heavy weights, your body isn't there yet. They are goal-oriented. You use these intense workouts to target specific fitness goals and outcomes, such as breaking through a plateau or preparing for a competition or a specific weight you want to lift anything, they are timed appropriately, you need to have the bandwidth in your life to dedicate time and energy, and of course, recovery and nutrition are also important, and you do this in short bursts, 6 to 8 weeks at a time, and immediately after, you go back to the honeymoon drive. You go back to reasonable. Let's talk about how you can create a year-round workout plan. It includes a healthy mix of reasonable and intense workouts. If I had to put a number, I would say eight months, maybe even nine months of the year, you're on reasonable. And three to four months, you're on intense. Think about it. What happens when you're you know, in business meetings all over the country every week of the year? You're flying from one place to the other, right? obviously every business meeting has deliverables. When do you get to de-stress? When do you get to come home? When do you get to take time off? Life suffers. And the hustle culture that is Permeating society, well, is permeating our fitness training as well. You intuitively understand that you need the weekend, the vacations, and also low periods at work. Your approach to strength training cannot be any different. So here's some guidelines, and I have a suggested structure as well. First, you need to plan your Workout calendar, your year, break down your year into months and allocate weeks for reasonable and weeks for intense workouts. And this needs to dovetail with what you have going on in life, right? If this month has a hectic period at work or anything else, That cannot be the time you also say, I am going to work on my triple bodyweight deadlift. So plan it well in advance. You also need a clear workout plan. You need to select exercises and activities that align with your fitness goals and your preferences. You need to monitor progress. You need to track your performance and tweak your plan as needed. So here's a year for you. January and February, we are in business drive. Why? Well, you start the year and you want to start it off with a bang. That's great. That's eight weeks. Then March, April, May, and June, we switch to honeymoon drive. We do reasonable for these four months. And then let's take six weeks, July to August mid, and go for an intense phase. And then post that from August 16 to October 15. That's two months or eight weeks of the honeymoon drive. And then we plug in one more month of the business drive. And then the last six weeks of the year, a honeymoon drive. So approximately you spend 14 weeks doing intense stuff and 38 weeks doing reasonable work. This is just a template. A little bit more or less is fine. Well, let me stress the importance of rest and recovery. They're crucial for sustainable fitness training. So ensure you schedule rest days at least two days per week to allow your body to recover and repair. At least. Second, prioritize sleep. At least seven hours. Sleep plays a vital role in muscle recovery and overall health. And especially when you go into the intense phase. The more sleep, the better. Closer to nine hours, the better. So that's why, remember, these intense periods are not about the gym alone, but are you sleeping more quantity and with better quality? Third, incorporate active recovery. These are low-intensity activities like stretching, yoga, walking on your rest days to promote blood flow and recovery. These are vital throughout the year. Last, don't forget nutrition, protein, vegetables, and water, right? So what about accountability and motivation for, well, year-round training? Well, it can be challenging. So I suggest that you consider implementing the following strategies. First, set effort-based goals. You know I'm not a fan of looking at results only so how about for the 38 weeks of reasonable training are you able to average three per week so when you zoom out are you able to hit 110 sessions for the year and then the 14 weeks of tough not only are they more intense maybe you're upping the volume also so maybe four sessions a week now this depends on the specifics of your plan but We're looking at about 170 sessions for the year and that's the effort-based goal. Second, seek support. A coach does wonders, so does a community. Find one or ideally both. Third, celebrate your achievements. Acknowledge and reward yourself for reaching milestones and accomplishing your goals. And remember, showing up to the gym is something you need to acknowledge. Find the right metrics to measure and benchmark. Again, these depend on your goals and plans. But measuring the wrong yardstick will set us back. Five and six, well, you need the right workout plan for the intense periods, right? To get to a specific goal, you need focus. So if your goal is to improve your bench press, Then you need a plan that delivers just that. Not something that is working on your running and your bench press. No. Keep the plan the plan. Find the right plan and don't randomly switch around. And likewise, you need the right plan for the honeymoon. While it's relaxed and enjoyable, it does not mean random. You need a plan that tells you to keep doing the reasonable things. So, what is the reasonable load for this week? And how much do we go up in weight next week? And what move do we switch it to? We can't switch, say, from a back squat to, I don't know, something completely unrelated like a human flag. From a back squat, we might switch to a front squat or a lunge or a you know, a rear-foot elevated split squat needs to be reasonably connected. So, randomness does not work in either intense or reasonable. So, in conclusion, year-round strength training is and requires a sustainable approach to achieving your long-term fitness goals. Of finding the right balance between intensity and consistency prioritizing recovery, rest, and nutrition. By maintaining motivation and accountability, you can build a strong foundation for a lifetime of fitness and health. So embrace the honeymoon and business approaches and enjoy the journey towards a fitter and healthier you. A note before we finish. Coach uh, Dan John's essays on park bench and bus bench workouts has shaped my training. Uh, This article is built on my experiences over the past decade of implementing this important concept. Well, that's it from me. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you next weekend. You have a good one. Bye-bye.